Today is Thursday, August 18th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. Today's episode is brought to you by Framebridge. Framebridge makes it easier and more affordable than ever to frame your favorite things without ever leaving the house. Start framing today with Framebridge. We're starting today on Democracy Watch. Mike Pence said yesterday at an event in New Hampshire that he would consider testifying to the House January 6th committee if they invited him. Really, Mike, considering it, it's an investigation into a plot to murder you, not an invitation to a PG-13 movie. He expressed constitutional concerns about testifying, noting that it would be unprecedented for a vice president to testify before Congress, but also kind of unprecedented for the president to sick a murderous crowd on you. Am I right? Either way, this wouldn't actually be the first time a president or vice president testified before a congressional committee. There have actually been six presidents and one vice president who have done so. And when you add those up, you get the same number of deadly sins Trump has committed. It's a sign, Mike. It's been a few weeks, but we're circling back on those questionably deleted Secret Service text messages from January 6th. The investigation is being held up by the chief watchdog of the Department of Homeland Security, Inspector General Joseph Kafari, who is refusing calls from the Oversight and Homeland Security Committees in the House of Representatives to recuse himself from the investigation. In a letter released on Tuesday, Kafari said that he would not share investigative documents or allow his top lieutenants to sit for transcribed interviews before the House committee. The committee has now learned that Kafari and his staff have actually known about the missing messages for months, but failed to notify Congress or the DHS, and actually canceled steps to retrieve the texts. Unsurprisingly, Kafari was appointed Inspector General by Donald Trump in 2019. Does this man have a supervisor we can escalate to? The NBA just announced some major initiatives to encourage their fans to vote in the midterm elections. They announced that over the next few months, teens will help share information on voting in their states and encourage voter registration. And on the Monday before Election Day, all of the league's teams will play in games specifically intended to promote civic engagement and encourage people to vote. They also won't be holding games on November 8th, which is the day of the midterms. Sorry, basketball fans. Instead, you will have to spend the night watching two teams trade one or two points with each other over and over again. Recent reporting has brought to light a whole new thing to worry about. And that is a substantial increase in political spending by a right-wing group called the Convention of States Action. As innocuous as that name may sound, the Convention of States Action is a group that intends to change parts of the Constitution by calling a Convention of States, which under the current Constitution can happen once two-thirds of state legislatures agree to do so, which is 34 states. Earlier this year, South Carolina's Republican-run legislature approved a motion for the convention, making them the 19th state to sign on. The Convention of States action has now become a staple of the conservative political scene, and they have committed to being heavily active in the midterms, though most of their funding comes from groups that don't have to disclose their donors. So basically, we don't have access to the identity of who wants to change the Constitution. My guess is that it might rhyme with Schmoke Brothers. Will the NBA's voting-themed games be any sort of match for the men who want to remake America like it's Salem, Massachusetts in the 1600s? Stay tuned. 
Once we save democracy, we will still have to worry about the planet. Time for today's scary weather report. The federal government has called for new cuts to water usage in Arizona, Nevada, and Mexico in response to a climate change-induced drought that is depleting the Colorado River. The Department of the Interior stated that, quote, every sector in every state has a responsibility to ensure that water is used with maximum efficiency in order to avoid a catastrophic collapse of the Colorado River system. And as we all know, the last thing we need is another catastrophic collapse. On the, shall we say, wetter end of the spectrum, a new report has found that climate change is putting California at risk for a potential month-long superstorm. Such a storm would affect both Northern and Southern California with rain and snow, leading to unmanageable flooding and essentially stopping the economy of the state, which would be the fifth largest economy in the world if California were its own country. The chances of one of these storms occurring each year is estimated at one in 50, and increases each year that climate change isn't addressed. For comparison, the chance of winning the lottery is one in almost 14 million. How's that for an inconvenient truth? We're finishing today's episode with the good news. The South Carolina State Supreme Court temporarily blocked the state's six-week abortion ban, which took effect after Roe was overturned. South Carolina's ban is much like the other bans, with exceptions only in the case of medical emergencies, and leaves an abortion provider liable to a $10,000 fine and two years of imprisonment. Now making Charleston at least temporarily the premier destination in the South for both bachelorette parties and abortions. For our final story today, the Biden administration is canceling all remaining federal student loans to borrowers that attended ITT Technical Institute from 2005 until it closed in 2016. ITT Tech was one of the largest for-profit schools in the U.S. and shut down after the Department of Education found that they engaged in widespread and pervasive misrepresentations, including lying about students' ability to get a job or transfer credits. This will offer about $3.9 billion worth of relief to about 208,000 people. How thoughtful of the government to not make people pay for an education they didn't receive. A customer policy almost as good as American Express. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements and thanks again to our partner Framebridge. Framebridge is seamless and affordable and they send you everything you need with hardware to hang your art and a measurement guide if you're doing a gallery wall. They're the only way I have framed anything for the past several years. So get started today, frame your photos, or send someone the perfect gift. Go to framebridge.com and use promo code MORNING to save an additional 15% off your first order. That's framebridge.com promo code MORNING. Framebridge.com promo code MORNING. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.